please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple A Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. An Apple A Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. And there you're going to find access to our Facebook pages. You're going to find access to our message boards, our free chat rooms. You're going to find articles about the topics we discuss information about the podcast itself. You're going to find companies that support us in this endeavor that we're in. You're going to find out a lot. So take a minute, go over there, check us out. And uh, guys, girls, I want to remind you, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Go over to Famous Apple, check out the Valentine's Day gifts available. That's right. Shop right there. Delivered right to your house or your significant others. (laughs) Anyhow, let's get started here. How you doing today? Doing good? Keeping your doctor's appointments? Keeping your therapy appointments? Taking your medication like you're supposed to? I'm sure you are. Hey, how are the New Year's resolutions going? It's going on a month now. Are you still keeping up with the New Year's resolutions? I've heard from a couple of people that said they're losing weight. They're actually losing weight, and I'm very proud of them. Very proud of them. Next week, I'm going to have a list of the people. I've got about six six here, and I'm going to put them all together for next week, and we're going to announce it right here in the podcast. So this way, it'll be a full month, and we'll let you know how much weight they lost and who quit smoking and who just about quit smoking. It'll be, it'll be good. I'm very proud of them. Hey, we got a good one for you today. We're going to be talking about a couple of things, actually. We're going to be talking about Social Security. We're going to be talking about workers' comp. We're also going to be talking about that tirade I went on a couple of weeks ago. Do you believe people are still writing to me about that? I, got, I have to tell you, a lot of people agree with me about that free needle deal. And free shoot-up kits, they don't they don't think that it's a good idea. They they think it's a waste of money too. But then again, you have a lot of people that don't agree with me. And the ones that don't agree with me, boy, they can get really, really hot under the collar. Uh, that's a hot button subject for a lot of people. And I'm surprised. I'll be I'll be honest with you, I'm very surprised at how nasty some of these people can be. Jesus. I mean there's things that I wouldn't say to my worst enemy that these people have said to me. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it for anyone to feel bad for me. I'm just saying, I just, they went off the deep end, some of these people. <laughs> Soldiers on leave. Sailors on leave don't curse like some of these people do. But, you know, that's, that's their thing. That's what they believe in, I guess. You know, I'm one who, I don't knock what you believe in. I have never... There's two things in this life that I never challenge, never have, and I never will, is I don't challenge somebody's family, and I don't challenge somebody's religious beliefs. That's Those are two things that I don't challenge. Those are personal views that everyone holds, and that's, that's, your, that's your thing. But there's some, people that, there's some people that just think it's their business 
And uh, they don't even know me. And they're challenging my religious beliefs. They don't know what my religious beliefs are. But what can you do? But today I have another good one that I'm going to share with you. And we'll see how many people don't like this one. We'll talk about it later in the podcast. But for now, I'd like to start with Social Security. I was asked by a friend. Now, he lives in New York City in the five boroughs. And him and his wife, they're a young couple. They, they live in an apartment that they're renting. And he became disabled after a truck accident. He was a truck driver in the city. And he wants to move. Now, he has a chance to buy a condominium at a, at a decent price in Dutchess County, New York, which is upstate New York. And his wife has a chance of getting a job up there. She's a teacher. So he says to me, he goes, does it raise a red flag with Social Security if I move? I said, why would it raise a red flag? He says, you know, he goes, that I'm moving. I said, well, what are, <laughs> are you supposed to stay in a rental apartment the rest of your life? And he, he says, well, I just don't want them to think that I'm taking advantage or anything. I said, you're not taking advantage. I said, you're not a prisoner. You know, you can move. There's no red flag. Uh, you know, you got to make sure it's a smart move for yourself. Uh, you live in a building now. I've been to his house. He has a very nice house. He lives in a building with an elevator. He's got a nice terrace on the apartment. Make sure that you're not going into a building with a, you know, a two-floor walk-up or something. I know he's got a really bad back and bad neck. He's had several surgeries on his back. He has a hard time walking. He has a hard time making up a curb, never mind up a step. He says, no, 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 it's, a, it's an elevator building. So I said, well, then, you know, go for it. If it's a good deal for you, go for it. He says, I'm just concerned with Social Security. I said, Social Security doesn't care. I said, all you have to do is make sure that you give Social Security information where you're going. Send them your new address. Send them your uh, your new phone number. If you're changing banks, send them all your new bank information. He says, and it doesn't raise a red flag. I said, you're not a prisoner. You can move out of state. You're not a prisoner. As long as, as, long as you're making the right move for yourself... That's what counts. So, no, it doesn't send up a red flag. You're perfectly okay. Go ahead and make the move as long as it's good for you. So, that's, you know, you can move. That's what. I, that's the point of that whole thing. You can move. It doesn't send up any kind of red flags. You're not doing anything wrong. You're not a prisoner. You're disabled. You're, you're still a person. You're still a human being. You're not a prisoner. So, now, the next thing is changing bank accounts. As long as we're talking about this here. It... It's perfectly okay to change bank accounts. Perfectly okay. It, what, what I would suggest is, though, look, you're going to change from one bank account to another. Number one, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell Social Security at the end of the month that you're changing bank accounts just because you don't want to get information crossed in the mail or anything like that. I would wait until you receive your next check. Just say for argument's sake, you receive your check on the third, like a lot of people do. You get your check on the third, on the fourth or the fifth, inform Social Security that you have a new bank account, give them all the information that they need, and tell them this is where you want your check deposited now. Now, before you get rid of the old account, wait until the new, wait until the check is deposited into that new account next month. Once that check is deposited in your new account, get rid of the old account and you're done. But hold on to that old account until you get your first deposit in a new account. Just to make sure, not that Social Security or, or you or the bank or anyone is going to mess up. You just don't want things getting crossed in the mail. You know how things are the first time it goes around. So that's what I would do. Hold on to it and get rid of it after you receive your check. All right. Now this, 
this is a big one. This has been a big one since I first went on Social Security. I've I've heard debates from people, people that told me that they know for a fact that if you if you're on Social Security disability and you have minor children, you know you receive benefits for the minor children. But when do they stop? Some people will tell you that they stop when they hit 16. Other people tell you they stop when they hit 18. Other people will tell you they don't end. They don't stop until after they graduate college. Well, here's the deal. Benefits for children. Benefits stop at age 18 unless they are a student or disabled. If a child is a student, three months before their 18th birthday, they will get a notice that their benefits will stop on their 18th birthday. Benefits won't stop if your child is still in elementary school or in high school, as long as they, they are younger than 19 years old and notify the Department of Social Security. They have to complete an attendance form certified by the school, and benefits will continue until they graduate or two months after they turn 19 years old, okay? Benefits do not run until your child graduates college. Benefits terminate once your child either graduates high school or turns turns 19, or two months after they turn 19, whichever comes first. And I got that information right off of the Social Security website right before we came to tape. I just wanted to share that with you, and that clears up that argument, because that's been a debate for a long time with a lot of people that I know. Another question I get asked a lot is, does Social Security actually check up on you? And the answer is yes. Something that we spoke about a while back on the podcast was there's a notice that goes out once every one to three years where they they send it out to you to check up to see if you're still disabled. Now, I told you about the first time I received it. I was, I was in shock. I had a buddy of mine that received it that actually tried to be confrontational with Social Security about it. What it is, it's a letter they sent to you, and it's a questionnaire. And it's really short now. When it, when I first got it, it was a small booklet that you had to fill out. But now it's a one-page or two-page questionnaire that you get that asks you when the last time you went to the doctor, what has the doctor said to you? Are you still disabled? Uh, were you hospitalized in, since the last time we, we talked to you? Were you? Have you gone to the doctor? How many times have you gone to the doctor? and so on. Basic questions like that, which truthfully, if you're disabled, you should be going to the doctor. Hopefully, you don't have to be hospitalized for anything, but you just fill that out honestly and you send it in. What they're doing is that they're updating their records and they're comparing it to what they have through Medicare and so on and so forth. It's nothing to worry about as long as you're telling them the truth and you're actually doing what you're you're supposed to be doing. And they also check on you with field agents. You know, there's, there's spotters out there, and they also rely on the public. You know, you get the public sometimes saying, I know this guy is receiving Social Security benefits, but he's throwing bundles of shingles on his shoulder and climbing up two stories on a ladder and putting a roof on a house. Or he's out riding a bicycle, but he's claiming that he can't he can't walk. There was that classic one. Uh, it was a an undercover investigator following a guy that was claiming to be, oh, almost crippled. He went to court and he won a he won a lawsuit. But when he went into court, he was on crutches and he had a neck brace on and, oh, he couldn't walk and he was near tears every time he opened his mouth in the, in the courtroom. And he won his case and 
he goes home, and the next day they see him, and they're following him because there was something just not right about him. They watch him come out of his house. He's got a cane, and he can hardly walk. He gets to the car, he puts the cane in the car, and he takes off. And they follow him to this place. He parks the car. He gets out of the car. He throws the cane in the back seat. He goes in and he's taking a kickboxing class. Bing, he's caught. So yes, they do follow you. Insurance companies, Social Security, yes, they do follow you. And Social Security in particular, they do check up on you. And all you have to do is be honest. Don't try to scam them. And they're good with that. They're good with you. I'll tell you honestly, I'm really glad when I see someone get caught scamming Uh, Social Security. The reason being, people that really need Social Security have to jump through hoops to get it. You know, there's a limited amount of money out there. And every time you turn around, they're telling you how Social Security is going broke by this date, by that date, by this year. And then you get people that are scamming it. You know, to them, it's pocket change. To people that really need it, that's a source of income that's paying our bills. So when they catch someone that's scamming, I'm happy. I'm happy because... They're taking it away from us, the ones that really, truly do need it. So good, I'm glad. And when I do know that somebody is scamming it, I have no bones about reporting it. I'm telling you that right now. I have no bones about reporting because the way I see it, they're not just scamming against the government. They're scamming against me and my family. They're scamming against you and your family. We need, we need the income to take care of our families. They're out there, they're scamming the money, and they're putting it in their pocket, and they're, they're dancing, they're laughing about it. Ah, ha, ha, I got some extra money. They're working off the books somewhere. No, I find nothing funny about it, and when I can, I'll fight that crime. I'll report them, and I hope you will too. Anyhow, let's take a look at workers' comp. Now, here's something I hope you're aware of. We spoke about this a while back on the podcast too. If you're involved in a workers' comp case, just say... Your, your workers' comp case involved an automobile accident. You were working, you were driving a vehicle for your company, and you got hit by another car. Now, you're going to file a workers' comp case naturally, but you're also going to file a case against the person that hit you. That's called the third-party case. When you go to court and you win, say, say you win, and you're receiving workers' comp, here's something you have to be aware of. The day that you win your case, workers' comp number one is going <laughs> to put a lien on you for the amount of money that they've paid you up to that point. That's right. They're going to put a lien on you. It happened to me. They <laughs> they knew I settled my case before I knew I settled my case. And uh, I, was at, I was at rehab. I came home that morning and got the mail, and there was a certified letter notice in the mailbox. So I got it that afternoon, and it said that they was they were suing me for like sixty-three or $64,000. I was... I almost died. I didn't have that kind of money. First thing I did was call my attorney. My attorney said, calm down, not to worry about it. Spoke to him. Turns out that workers' comp cannot collect the first 50000 of that. They cannot. So now we were up to twelve or $13,000, whatever it was. So the lawyer says, that they can sue you for. So when the check came in, they had to take the twelve or 13000 out of whatever it was. Now, out of that, my lawyer got a third. So a third of that came back to my lawyer. My lawyer put it back into my settlement because he was getting a third from me as well. And he gave them, I think it was $8,000 that I had to pay. Added the eight, added a sixty-three dollars or $64,000. So I just want you to be aware of that. 
So you, if you have a third-party lawsuit, workers' comp can sue you for that money, but they can't get the first 50000 It's just something so that you, when you see that come in, that you don't freak out. But it's going ha- it, to happen if you have a third-party lawsuit. Now, here's another thing about that. Your third-party lawsuit, once the money's in and there's a check issued, workers' comp is going to call a hearing and your, work, your, your case is going to be suspended and continued. In other words, payments are going to stop. Your workers' comp payments are going to stop, but the case is going to be continued. They're going to figure out how long your money is going to last you at the rate that they're paying you. In other words, just say round numbers now. Say they're paying you $150 a week and just say you got a settlement check for $50,000. They're going to figure out how many weeks at $150 that check will cover. And that's how long your case will be suspended. And it'll be continued after that check is spent, according to that, at $150 a week. So just so you're aware of some of these things, I, I wasn't aware of it. I found out as I went along. So just so you know that, that's that's something else that threw me for a loop a little bit. And here's something else. If you're collecting workers' comp and Social Security kicks in, now your workers' comp amount is going to change. The reason being is you cannot collect from two insurance companies for one accident. In other words, there's a certain amount of money that you can collect per month for this accident. Just say again, I'm not saying this is the amount, but just again, say for for argument's sake, it's $150 a month you can collect. Well, you're not going to get $150 a month from Social Security and $150 a month from Workers' Comp. They're going to combine the two. So Workers' Comp may pay 75 and Social Security may pay 75. So just so you're aware of that also, so your, your, your workers' comp money may go down and Social Security may be not as much as you were expecting. But it happens, and once workers' comp runs out, your Social Security amount will go up to meet the full amount. And just one more thing you should know. Workers' comp is much more aggressive at checking up on people that are claiming workers' comp, that are claiming that they got hurt at work. Much more aggressive, they got many more field agents out there, and they are checking up on you. I just want you to be aware of that. And again, I agree. They should be. They should be. All right. You know what? Let's take a bit of a break here, and we'll be back in about 30 seconds. On the other side, we're going to discuss something that will probably push a hot couple of hot buttons on someone else, I'm sure. But we'll discuss it anyway. So stay with us. We'll see you on the other side. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. And there you're going to find connections to our Facebook page, our Twitter page. You're going to find connections to our private chat board, our private chat rooms. You're also going to find that we're sponsored now by As Seen on TV. And there's a lot of products displayed on the page for you to check out. So you get a minute, go over there, check out www.famousapple.com. Tell your friends about us. But don't go until we finish the conversation. Let's get back to it. And we're back. That wasn't too long, right? 30 seconds. Mere bag of shells, a shake of a lamb's tail, if you will. 
So, I told you we're going to discuss something here, and I noticed it's going to piss off a couple of people, but so be it. Now, if you've been watching the news, reading the newspapers, if you've had your ears open, and you're tired, you've, you've just had enough of politics, and you're listening to the other news, you've seen that there's certain states, like this one here in New York, that just passed a new law, that you can have an abortion right up to the minute of birth. In other words, you're getting ready to give birth and you decide, you know what? No, I, I want an abortion. Boom, the kid's dead. They take it right out of you. How disgusting is that? Take a look at a baby that was just born. born baby's born, not even five minutes old. The mother's holding it. Still got the, the stuff on it. Just think, it's five minutes old. It could have been dead if it was six minutes ago. The mother changed her mind a minute before. Could have been dead. Not been alive, not been crying in her arms. What the hell is wrong with this world? What the hell is wrong with this country? That you can have a, 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 a freaking abortion right up to the minute before birth. What the hell is wrong with this state? I applaud the states that are, that are saying now that if there's a fetal heartbeat, you can't have an abortion. Thank God for them. Thank God. And what's wrong with these people? You know, you hear women saying, it's my body, it's my choice. I agree with you, it's your choice. You have a choice whether or not to get laid. You have a choice whether or not to use birth control. You have a choice whether or not to adopt, to adopt the baby out, or to keep it. But you definitely don't have a, a choice to murder it. I don't care what court says you do. Because you know what? Sooner or later, you're going to have to answer for it all. And no, I'm not, I'm not being a holy roller. I'm being a moral person. Because if murder was legal, trust me, there'd be a lot of dead people that I know. But it's not legal. And this now, to murder a baby that's, nine, that's already nine months old, ready to be born. What the hell is wrong with you? And that you can applaud this. The other night, they're signing this bill. Governor Cuomo is signing this bill. And people around him are smiling and they're applauding. Yay, we can kill the baby now at nine months. What kind of ghouls are they? What kind of women are they? All right. I'm not taking the blame away from the men, but at this point here, I'm talking about the women who are supposed to be the nurturers, the ones that carried the baby for nine months. How can you in your mind justify killing that baby at nine months old? And the men, you're not getting off with this. How in the hell can you get someone pregnant and walk away and say, go get an abortion? You know what? You, you jagoffs that want to do this, you know what? Instead of instead of getting the girl pregnant, go out and get a vasectomy. Go get a vasectomy. And you girls, go out and get yourself fixed. Get your tubes tied. Instead of killing babies, go out and have yourselves fixed. Unbelievable. It makes me want to choke. It brings tears to my eyes when I think about it. I look at a picture of a baby. Here, I'm looking at my nephew's picture. He's two hours old. Now, if my sister-in-law decided two hours and ten minutes earlier that she didn't want it, that picture wouldn't be there. Picture's sitting on my desk right now. How can you even how can you even fathom that? And now you have pills because you got laid last night, but you didn't use contraceptives because it didn't feel authentic to you to use a rubber. So you have a morning after pill so you can kill whatever might be living. This this is I'm gonna put it in the simplest terms for you. This is like planting a garden, then taking a lawnmower and running it over as soon as you start seeing something grow. Does that make any sense? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, what the hell is wrong with you? Oh, I hope I, <laughs> I hope sanity somewhere 
prevails here. This is just beyond logic, beyond reason. I hope these states that are saying you can't get an abortion if there's a fetal heartbeat, I hope all these rules pass. I hope all these laws pass. This cesspool here with Governor Cuomo, I don't understand. I don't know. But this is just my opinion. Okay? Listen, let me know what you think. I'm here. I'll, I'll take your opinion. Put it in writing or put it. Or send me an email with your phone number. I'll call you back and I'll tape it and I'll put it on the podcast here. And set, let us know your opinion. So let me know. Let me know how you feel. Anyhow, thank you very much for being here today. Thank you, like always, for coming back week after week. And I want to remind you of one thing. One very special thing. Things can always be worse. There's someone right now wishing, hoping, praying that they were in your position. So don't give up. Okay, my friends, I will talk to you next week. Have a great, great weekend and keep doing what you're doing. This is an apple a day and my name is Jimmy Apple. Thanks for listening to an apple a day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.